This week's episode is brought to you by me and TJ. Danny and me. That's right, y'all. It is time for our next live show, but this time it is in NYC. We're coming home for our second anniversary show, y'all. The Lovers Quarrel Live Show in NYC, hosted by none other than the Oprah Rose Podcast. Folks, the show is on Sunday, November 17th from 3 to 5 p.m. at the Bowery Poetry Club in Lower Manhattan. And of course, you need to head over to lqlive.eventbrite.com to cop your tickets. Can't wait to see you there. Can't wait to meet y'all there. And now, let's get this show started. Lover's Squad, it's a long sustained quarrel. What's going on, world? Hey, everybody. It's your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool. And it's your girl, Danny. Your intensely irritated Impala. What's the Impala? It is the size of a car. It's like a. It's kind of like in the gazelle deer family. Okay. So. Taught me something. That is what I try to do on a regular basis. Anyway. Learn you some new things. Why are you irritated, Impala? Uh, well, it actually would just segue right into my elevator talk. All right, well, I want to pop. Oh, God. I was saying I want to apologize to our listeners because if you are listening to me, I sound super congested because, of course, I got sick <laughs> over the weekend. So I'm feeling better now, but still super stuffy. So you're going to have to forgive nasal Danny this episode. But uh, at that point, uh, we can jump on this elevator well, I guess we can we welcome them to another episode of Lovers Quarrel. I mean, listen, you, I'm letting, I'm following you. You can drive the boat. Thank Let you. Let me drive the boat. Go Thank ahead. you. Uh, as I was saying, welcome to another episode of Lovers Quarrel. Right, right. If this is your first time listening, we welcome you. We hope you like what you hear. If this is your second time, welcome back. And if it's your third or more time, your family at this point. So get used to us. Um, First things first, I'm going to go ahead and jump on this elevator, and I am going down. That was probably a really terrible... I mean, listen, you haven't been paying your your voice lady, so it makes sense. I haven't been paying my voice lady? Who's my voice lady? Yourself, I guess, or whoever, you know. Whatever. cheap elevator. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Watch out for the piss puddle. Where's Benson now? He's on a vacation. Oh, yeah, whatever. We're repairing our elevator. Short-term disability. We want to make sure that, you know... We don't have the same problems as you. He, went to, he went to change a light bulb. Let's talk about your dad. You wanted to do what? He went to change a light bulb and then had an accident. Whatever. So you can get work comp. Okay. So uh, this actually just happened not long before we recorded, but I just had to professionally lay TD Bank the fuck out. Mm. So Talk about it. I'm like, okay, so my dad had accounts at TD Bank. So, of course, when he passed away uh, almost two years ago um, at this point, you know, I'm his, I'm, you know, one of his daughters. We, we had to go through all the proper channels to be named, like, executor, administrator of his estate, you know, death certificates, like, all that stuff, um, which I hope most of you don't have to experience. But if you have, like, you know that you have to kind of go through certain, like, you know, get certain legal documents like death certificates and other things like that in order to like handle the affairs of a loved one who has passed away so um long story short i was trying to get some information from td bank some updated information from td bank mind you though this is some information that i had gotten from their customer service department over the summer but now that we're in october i needed some like updated data okay i the i get on the phone first off i'm on hold for no less than 15 minutes right when i call mr cooper which is our which is like our mortgage company and other and other my dad's mortgage company whatever i'm on hold less than five minutes i got what i needed i'm off the phone in like seven minutes flat i call td bank they got me on hold for 15 minutes then i get on the phone with diamond and I'm not trying to shade the name Diamond. No, you are. But I'm on the phone with Diamond. Go ahead. I'm Talk explaining her what's the situation. I am I am uh, Gregory's daughter. 
I am trying to get this piece of information. Can you please provide me, uh, email me or fax me this information? Before I could get all the words out of my mouth, oh, I'm sorry, you're going to have to go into a branch for that. No, bitch, I don't because over the summer I got the same information. Maybe she's new. Okay, give her the benefit of the doubt. Give me a supervisor. Gets me a supervisor. Here comes Marcus, the supervisor. And I don't know why, but I feel like it's Marcus with a C and not with a K. So it was Marcus with a K, he would have hooked you up. He might have, okay? And I feel like I had like Tad or Brad or Brent over the summer, and I'm not trying to say You are. But I'm You're just, going there. I, but You're going there. But I'm just saying you're going there. He ain't have no qualms. Okay. He ain't have no issues giving me the information I needed over the summer. So I get on the phone with Marcus. Like from Boomerang, Marcus. Okay. And he, you know, I'm telling him, like, I got this information over the summer. I could tell you the unaccrued interest. I could tell you what the discharge fee is. I could tell you what the fax number is that I need to send the paperwork back to. All I need is the updated number and the paperwork that says that because I'm like, just work with me here. Now he's going to talk about, oh, well, now your account is locked. Why the fuck is it locked? Well, because of authentication. Oh, because I was trying to type in the like 8,000 digit account number while I was driving, which is not safe. I don't encourage that. But at the same time, it's like I have all the information. So he's like, oh, you're locked out. Well, Diamond didn't say this. So now you're telling me that I'm locked out, which is why I can't. And I said, so you have to. So you're telling so wait me. Up. Before we continue. So you were so you were doing this while you were driving. I was trying. I was multitasking. I was in traffic. Multitasking. Well, I, thought, I thought multitasking is a myth. It is because clearly I wasn't able to type in the numbers and drive at the same time, but I was in traffic. So I was like doing these things mainly at stoplight. So it's, it's technically it wasn't multitasking because I was not so, moving so like that. At, at the stoplight. I wasn't doing it like going 60 miles an hour now. No, you was doing 15, 20. Like three to five. It was a lot of traffic because of the rain. Yeah, but go ahead. So Let's, let's continue hearing the story. So... He's like, so I'm like, now my account is locked. Why didn't she say that? And he was like, yeah, well, you know, when that happens, you have to go into the branch or whatever. Sir, I don't live in a place where, like, branches are, like, around the corner, like Bank of America or Wells Fargo, where we live in Maryland. I'm like, and I'm, I've got, I, and I kept trying to emphasize, I obtained this information over the phone not three months ago. So why is it now that I can't have this information obtained? Well, I don't know what to tell you, blah, blah, blah. Sir, so you're telling me any customer, at, period, of your of your institution, if their account is, if they get locked out of their account online or over the phone, that they have to literally bring themselves into a branch in order to have this unlocked? And he's like, yeah. I was like, that's asinine. So he gives me one tidbit of information. I'm like, have a nice day, Marcus. Hang up on him. So at this point, I have to do what... Every millennial knows to do when you're getting unsatisfactory customer service. And I took that shit to Twitter. And but because obviously, like, I need to be taken seriously and I want to be sure that I'm being heard and not just being this like raving lunatic or whatever. I began to tweet the following. Shall I give you a recap of my tweets? Sure. Okay. I have them pulled up. Go ahead. Okay. At TDBank underscore US. I need you all to know that from the day my father took his last breath in 2017 to right now, your bank has made handling his affairs as it pertains to his loan and accounts with you all difficult every step of the way. From closing out his accounts to trying to obtain loan information, I have literally been met with inconsistency, long wait times, mixed messages, and a multitude of hoops that I have had to jump through in order to even be heard. Your legal department has been sent everything short of a DNA sample to prove that I am the administrator of my father's estate for it to be noted on his accounts only for me to still be given a hard time when I call customer service. Yet it's no issue when the bank keeps cashing those checks we've been sending for the last two years following his death. So I go on that tangent. TD Bank tweets me back. Hi, Danny. We're sorry to hear about your experience. We'd like to learn more. Please DM us with additional details. So from there... I have DM'd them the entire rundown of what's going on. It's been escalated to their uh, leadership team for review. They asked for my phone number, and they're going to be getting in touch with me shortly. <laughs> Excuse the sniffles and the, the nasal 
stuffy nose. So I was saying that all to say is because it is ridiculous that in 2019 that people are still trying to give you the runaround when you have to call into a customer service line and that you have to like kind of act up on social media to get people to like respond to you. But I'm also glad that that's a tool that we can use in 2019 as well. But I'm saying I'm going down because it's it's been it's frustrating because it's not like I have to do these things every day. But my dad had two money like places where he had to with money handling and dealings when he died and one place every time i call it's seamless it's never an issue but every time i have called td bank i have been met with complete like disarray or people wanted me to drag myself into a branch and quite honestly with the exception of the white branch manager with the hood nails down on boston street Everybody else has given me a hard time. She is the only person that was like really trying to work with me. And it's just frustrating because you guys are supposed to be a place like you're dealing with people's money and like people die every day. And so people have to take over their affairs. And like, I'm not trying to like steal my father's money or anything like that. I was trying to like close his accounts last year to make sure like or yeah, like early into the 2018 because I wanted to make sure that like all of my dad's auto pays were now like debiting everything out of his account and I wanted to close them so that way all of a sudden anything wasn't going to like bill collection not that it would matter but like we want to just make sure that everything's kind of squared away and it was just always been a fight and it was and it still continues to be a fight so we'll see if this leadership team gets out to me and you know listens to my you know story and will work with me because all I need is the damn information that Tad Brad or Brent gave me at the end of July and with that I yield <laughs> I'm sorry that you had to go through that thank you however, I laughed because you was, you was going yes however I am pretty pleased with myself for how I handled the situation I know text me all excited I was proud I figured you'd you're be welcome pr- I figured you'd be proud of me I mean I taught you that you know Raised you uh, well in that situation. Not raised. I feel like you, 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 you might have helped cultivate it because you've poked and prodded me to this point. I've, I've helped you become a fighter because the old Danny would have just accepted that. You'd have, you'd have, you'd have been frustrated. You probably would have still been frustrated. You've modeled it for me. Yes. I trained you. You've modeled it for me. I helped you master it. And you've encouraged me to you know, speak my piece. You could say that you have a master's in education and you have a master in TJ. I would say I do have a master's in TJ, but exactly. I, I, then you shit, to, you might have a doctorate in TJ. You need to print me a diploma because I will print you out a diploma. Because I feel like I should be, uh, you know, like when you have more credentials, you should be paid more. So then I feel like I have I'm duly credentialed then because okay. you are a a difficult nut to crack. I will be. I will make sure to get you a diploma. I want an oak frame. First off, when the universities send you it, they don't send you a frame. You probably pay that shit for yourself. So that's, you, that's, you will get yeah, your, I'll do that for my Hopkins degree, which is still in the, the tube. But you will get your master's I want an oak, and, and your doctorate. Go to Michael's. I want my oak frame. No, you don't have to get it yourself. Um, I worked hard. You did, and I'm proud of you. I'm so proud that I've helped you become self-sufficient that's enough to a, a fight for yourself. That's a backhanded compliment. It's not. I'm so proud. I've helped you enough. Just be proud of me. No, don't make it about you. It's not not necessarily about me, but but I'm just saying. I'm I'm proud. I've made you into this person. So you're proud of yourself. You don't ever want to give me my credit, baby. So so restate. You don't don't want to ever give me my credit. That's all I'm saying. I I am tipping my hat to you. But Can you just answer this one question? Certainly. If I wasn't in your life, would you have fought that hard? Probably not. All right, then. That's it. Thank you. Rest my case. Now yeah. we can go up. But, but. I'm pressing up. Go ahead. You can get your butt, though. But you encouraged. I hope y'all can hear that. You've encouraged and you've, because it's two things. Like, you've encouraged me to speak my mind and to not take things lying down, which I give you credit for. And you've also been, my, like, my biggest fucking adversary in these last 15 years. So I've had to fight you you call it fighting i i don't think we i don't think you had to fight me i think you just had to get used to having healthy debates um 
Sure. I mean, listen, we can agree to disagree. Yeah, we can. Sometimes I have to fight you. You're, you just said I have a doctorate in you because you're like. I'm saying that because you, you know. You I, ha- I taught you my languages. You know, you, you speak fluently in TJ. Yeah, that just um, shows like how difficult you are. I mean, you call it difficult. I Listen, it's not about me. It's about you. And I'm just proud. Congratulations on, on your event and getting what you needed done. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Let <clears throat> me go up. Going up. NBA season is coming soon in my fantasy leagues. I'm in two this year. I thought it started already. No. Preseason. Oh. Even though every year I'm like, I'm not playing fantasy. Every year. Every year you do it. I mean, listen, stop, it's a competitive edge. Stop kidding yourself. Uh, so I'm happy about that. Anyone who does fantasy sports, they get it. Um, what else? I'm also happy. Um, I cut the cord. I'm not sure if I ever talked about it previously. I can't remember. Uh-huh. I may have. But we cut the cord, so we no longer have cable. We yes. use uh, all these web-based cable. So, um, And it's been like one of the best decisions I've made, you know? Um more so because I don't watch TV as much, so it's like kind of like out of sight, out of mind. Um, but True. I also get to save on my bills, so that's like the most important thing. Definitely. So I went from paying one sixty to eighty dollars. So chop that in half. So that's it. Are we getting Disney simple. Plus? Yeah, we are. Okay, but. And then that's the other thing. So it's 80, but then, you know, I'm splitting it because you get multiple streams. So I'm really paying 40. Uh-huh. So, you know, with the Disney Plus, my brother already, ha- he's already paying for Hulu. So I already told him, listen, you're going to have to go get that, that package. You're going to have to go get the, the Hulu, Disney, and it's Hulu, Disney, ESPN Plus, I think. Uh-huh. But it's like six dollars more, so he's gonna get that, and then we're gonna have Disney Plus, and then we're gonna be Gucci there too. So I know. I, I saw. Oh, I was saying because I saw like the Disney Plus like rolled out all the like shows and movies that they yes, have. I've seen all the old movies and stuff. They like got X Men. I know the cartoon Spider Man and Spider Man. From what I, I feel, heard. Like, I feel like that should have you sold. Yeah, but I'm. I mean, I don't watch that often, but I might. I don't know. But I, I would implore anybody that, you know, if y'all tired, if you're tired of paying for cable, look into, like, cutting the cord. It's, it's been easy. It's been simple. Um, it makes you realize how much TV you don't watch. Like, yeah. We watch it, movies, really. It makes you realize that you watch TV because it's always on. Yeah. And, again, you can always have it on, but it just takes a little bit more steps. But it's been the best decision I've made in... Again, you can team up with some of your friends and split it, depending on who you who which carry you use. Because some of them offer like four streams or five streams at a time, six streams at a time. And you know, if you're sharing it between two or three people, as long as they're not giving it to other people, it's not like Netflix. But even Netflix has a limited amount of streams people can watch. So true. But you know, just be resourceful is what is my recommendation. I'm down for it. And with that, I yield. And wait, before I yield, you're only down for it. You don't pay for it, so. Okay, fine. You don't pay for electricity, and that's what uh, powers this whole fucking shindig, okay? That's just because that's the bill that you got. Okay, and that's the bill that you got. Oh, that's crazy to you, me. You down for fucking electricity, right? Nah, we can always steal it. Hey, we can do what my line brothers did. <laughs> Nigga, we are not in college. I'm just saying. And where they run an extension cord into the hallway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, Joyce, Steve. They don't have no neighbors that they can <laughs> knock on the door like they knocked on our door. Exactly. I'm going to knock on, on our neighbor doors and be like, hey, can we uh, run this extension cord to your house real quick? We go to bed real early. As soon as the sun goes down, like, well, time to go. <laughs> are you done now? Yes. I'm yielding. Okay. Well, now that we've covered our elevator talk. It is time for our relationship tip of the week. My relationship tip of the week is one that 
I think so we got a little bit of feedback from like last week's episode with like um one of our OG listeners Jade and she was like really pleased with how like excited I was for TJ with his new job and everything and so it reminded me that when you're in a relationship or any type of ship of course you really want to try your hardest to most times be like your loved one's biggest cheerleader you want to you need to like make and remind people that you're in their corner and that you really really are excited for them when they have their wins and so even though it's like it kind of is like it should be obvious it's a given of course I'm happy for you but you really do need to like celebrate those people and cheer them on uh in the good times and in the bad because you just don't know how important that is um it's something that I like like I like to receive that when I feel like TJ's rooted for me or if he's like complimenting me or whatever or he's letting me know that like I got this it makes me feel that much more emboldened and empowered so make it a point to be your loved one's biggest cheerleader when it's appropriate and that is my nice little bow on it relationship tip of the week I win you don't win just because you say you win that only works when I say it. I and win. I say it because it makes sense because I typically win. Like I'm I don't I don't think that that's the accurate thing, but go ahead. I win. How not? I win. That's crazy to me, Danielle. And based off of that, my tip is treat your significant other or your friends. Actually no, this more so is just for your like significant other. And it touches home because I've always kind of told Danny that I that I treat her like everybody. And she's always said that she's not everybody. She's my wife. Sure the fuck not. So, I was reading and it says, if you treat her the same way you treat others, how is she supposed to know that she is special to you? And I had an epiphany. I had a moment. You know, when you're partner says something like that because i've been saying that it's like someone's nagging you don't hear it but you know when you hear from other people or you read it somewhere else it sounds different so i'm gonna agree with that treat your significant other special she can't or he can't or whomever can't be treated the way you treat everybody else and that's my tip and I'm learning. So that definitely means I win because that's what I've been telling you for a millennium. You, I will give you this victory. Give it to me. I want it. Giving it to you is because I, I, I earned it's it. about growth. So. Because I've been telling you, you should not treat me the way you would treat a stranger on the street. Because a stranger on the street doesn't have to put up with your shenanigans, your tomfoolery. You don't either, though. Uh, yeah, I do. Nah, you always did. I dip. I, I say you can always dip. I'm a little too invested for that. Nah. You always the one with an escape plan. I don't have an escape. I, I don't necessarily have an escape plan. I'm just, I'm, I'm a realist. Uh-huh. And I understand that forever isn't always forever. Yeah. Unless it's two people fighting for forever. Well, I don't have no place to go nowhere. Yeah. <sighs> But you also can't be stagnant. You also can't. You can't be stagnant. You have to. You can't be like, well, this person is my husband, so I don't have to put in the same work. This is true. So, But you also can't be like, this is my wife. I'm going to treat her like somebody I have no idea who they are. I think you took the words too literal, but I, you got it. Like I said, that's my tip. And. It's my tip because I've been trying to be a better person. Oh. And I'm going to let you get the victory. Let. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Sure. So by me giving you the victory, I still win. So. Uh Uh-huh. Got it. Duly noted. Well, let's just wrap that up. I'll take my my victory because it's earned, not given. Uh, Because I had quality advice and, and I inspired the growth that your advice gave. And now it is going to be time for TJ's word of the week. 
The word of the week is solipsism. Okay. Solipsism is the philosophical theory that what's in your mind is the only reality that can be known and verified. Sounds like some people we know. I concur. So now it's time for you to uh, spell said word. Okay. Stop touching your laptop. Making me nervous that you're cheating over there. Not cheating. I'm just saying. That's not what I do. And say the word for me again. Solipsism. 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 I had not heard of this word before. Okay, Um, hold on. Are you pulling up the spelling? Nope, I have the spelling. I'm just trying to see if there's anything I can give you that can... Uh, I'm going to just spell it like how it sounds and hope for the best. So I'm prepared to get it right or get it wrong. Do you want to know the origins? Sure, what's the origin? So the Latin word for alone is all and self... Is Ips, I-P-S-E. You know what that means? <laughs> well, I mean, you kind of gave me... Okay. S-O-L. Okay. I gave you that part. No, you didn't. You gave me Ips, I feel like. Did I? You spelled it. You oh, said I-P-S-E. <laughs> S-O-L-I... S-O-L-I-P, solip... C-I-S-M. And we're still in there, guys. Take that out. S-I-S-M. S-I-S-M. Okay. Two weeks in a row. That's fair. She shoots. She misses. Maybe next week you can rebound. Well, I feel like this is an asterisk. And I almost... Cause you like I definitely gave you, but you gave me like, but it like it's that's what it shows. Solip, solips, oh solipsism. Okay, so ism, not sism. Okay. All right. I mean, it's fine. So she took another L. Proud of that L. I mean, I, you you look up words that you know I've never heard. No, I've I, no. I, I mean, I look up words that I've never. It's what do you, really about words that I've never heard or words I didn't know were SAT words and then I use it. Um, and, you know. Okay. You're definitely the smartest person I know. I just, you know. It's okay. It's also the competitive side of me. Sometimes, you know. You you want to you wanna win. That is okay. I mean, who doesn't want, well, besides you, who doesn't want to win? Well, I congratulate you on stumping me yet again. And, you know, enjoy it while it lasts. I will. I mean, I win a lot, though, against you. Um, in chess, yes. In life. In life. Yeah. As long as I have nothing to do with trivia or vocabulary, 97% of the time, I'm knocking out of this park. But that's besides the point. Yeah, you make me sick. Now we're going to take a brief break, hear a message from our sponsor. Sounds good. Hey friend, it's time for you to ditch those workout gloves and get the grip and wrist support you deserve. What do you suggest? You need to get the Gaines Load and Lock Grips by Gaines Sports Gear. They are more durable than gloves, have a non-slip grip pad that provides grip support and added wrist support unlike your traditional workout gloves and will protect your hands from calluses. Do they come in different colors? Not only do they come in different colors, but they are available for men and women. Do yourself a favor. Go to gainsportsgear.com. And remember, a better grip equals a better lift. Embrace the process. And you too can embrace the process by using our code LOVERS10 at gains, G-A-I-N-Z, sportsgear.com. And now, back to the show. Welcome back, y'all. Hello, hello, hello. We are back. And now, it is time for our lover letter or listener letter. And here we go. Dear Lovers Quarrel, 
I have been in a relationship, excuse me, I've been in a long-term relationship with my man for three years. Now, I am all for women's empowerment, but I do believe you still need a man to build a future. My girls have been saying some things that rub me the wrong way. They believe because I make more money than my man, I should not have to do the traditional woman duties, quote unquote, in the house. But that's how I was raised. Is it wrong to allow your man to be head of home as allowing him to do man do the man things? Love to know if you've experienced this or see examples of women of this mindset. Thanks for your help. Love, Shannon. Okay, Shannon. So if I'm understanding this letter correctly... Shannon's in a long-term relationship with some man for three years. And she is the breadwinner between the two of them. So I'm presuming that they live together. Um, But she's the breadwinner financially. And her girlfriends are saying that because she makes more money, she brings home more money, that she should not have to, like, handle all of the traditional wife, like, duties. 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 Uh, she's not. A, she's in a relationship. Okay. Yes. Like the 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 responsibilities of keeping up a house that typically have like our society has said are a woman's responsibility, and um, but she feels like that's not how she was raised, and by doing these things at home, she's allowing her man to be like feel like he's the head of the household, um, and like he can do the manly things, quote unquote. I'm saying. So, if have we've experienced this, or if like we know other people with that mindset, um, I feel like it kind of goes. I know people with, with similar mindsets to Shannon, and I know people who are like, no, that doesn't make any sense what Shannon is saying. So, and I mean, I, I, I mean, I think a crucial thing that she brought up was that's how she was raised. Yeah. Um, so if that's how you were raised and you agree with it, I don't see nothing wrong with you agreeing with like, ultimately, you need to do what's best for you. Yeah. You need to do what you feel comfortable doing. You're not doing it because your man is telling you you need to do it. You're doing it because this is how you were raised this is what you saw and you and you felt like that was acceptable. And I think that like, I think. If you like it, I love it, right? If that's the dynamic that works between you and your partner, because even if you make more money, if you like to, if we're going to go with like the traditional route, if you want to still make sure that there's a meal on the table every night, if you want to be the one to do like laundry or dishes or like the, the household responsibilities and he takes out the trash and fixes things or whatever, these like, you know, kind of heteronormative uh archetypes or whatever as far as like roles and responsibilities if that's what works for y'all regardless of how much money you and him make then that's what works for you i would say that that's not necessarily how tj and i operate because it's just more of like who's available to do something who's better at it who's but i didn't grow up in a household where so my mother cooked and Uh. she did clean but my father also cooked and he also did clean so it wasn't I you know what I mean like it wasn't portrayed that only my mother did everything and my father just sat there. Yeah. So I would have you know I didn't grow up with I guess gender norms uh-huh. is that's what it's called or but times are different and you know women are working and women are making more. Danny makes more than I do and I'm okay with that. Um, but I don't expect Danny to do everything yeah i think all the time now i i mean again i i did grow up with a mother who did cook and danny hasn't cooked since 2005 but that's besides the point okay it it, it works for us and tj is a shady lady and that works for (laughs) us too so it's a little jokey joke come on come on (laughs) so i feel like um like it's just it's just about what agreement you come to in your relationship like it's like i said for me and tj it's again who's available to do something who is better at it who likes to do certain things like for me 
I have no, like, I don't mind washing dishes. I don't mind, like, doing the cleanup. TJ is, like, a better cook than, is a be- like, I feel like he's a better cook than me. And I feel like he, his food, like, I just think his food tastes better than my food. But, like, I don't mind doing, like, the cleanup duty if he, if he makes dinner or something like that. But, like, even if you think about, like, growing, like, I'm arguably more handy than TJ. Like, I know how to fix shit better than TJ or build things better than TJ. And I kill 97% of the bugs in, when they get in our house. Well, now I'm a killer. So oh, now you're a killer? Yeah, I got a daughter. Oh, so you're going to have Tatum do it? No. I I, I kill bugs because... because Oh, because of Tatum, you kill bugs. I thought I you like to. You trying to train her to be your next no. uh, your next bug assassin. You saying train her to so you so you're saying that I trained you to be my my bug assassin? No. Is that what you just admitted to? No. Okay. I just I just wanted to know. Not admitting to that. Okay. It was more like, oh no, I don't want to kill it. Anyway. So we can talk about this after we, we finish talking to, to to our lover. Um but I don't think your her friends are wrong for making that assertion i just don't think think that she has to she i don't think that she has to like she just doesn't have to agree with it that's all like if that she's like okay that's how you feel and that's how i feel but like because her friend could be like i know but they're saying that just because she makes more money she shouldn't have to do the stuff that she does not mind doing and i feel like this is when friends telling you to do something ruins your relationship because now you're listening to them the the house was happy Uh uh-huh you you didn't mind doing it, and now because your friends are saying something, and and you're saying that it's rubbing you the wrong way, but is it rubbing the wrong way because you always felt this way, or it's rubbing the wrong way because, you know, it's them saying this and and, and it's making you uncomfortable because they're always going to say it. But I mean, they should leave well enough alone. If like they no. said it once, that's all. I mean, you, all you can do is say your opinion, and that's it. And you, it's like I said, and like T, we both said, like if this is the arrangement that you like, then go for it. Don't I would suggest I mean I don't and we don't you didn't say what you do for a living is your job really demanding is it something that you get home late or whatever like whatever it is but if it's working for you all if she's then comfortable it's fine. doing it she grew up that way she doesn't have a problem with it then I don't see an issue with it I would say tell your friends to mind their business and then again I would look at your friends are they in a relationship are they in a long term relationship because that also explains it uh-huh. I, you know there's always people who want to tell you what to do and how to do it. And they aren't doing it themselves. But I don't think just because a woman makes more than a man that now she's the head. Like, now she's the head of the household. Go make me a sandwich. Spitting a sandwich. (laughs) Disrespect me. Uh, So, ultimately, it really comes down to whatever works for you and works best for you and your partner is fine. As long as it's what you want to do, it's what he wants to do, and then nothing else can come between it. The second it becomes something that you don't want to do or that things change or like maybe people, he maybe feel like he's not pulling his weight, whatever might happen, then you speak on it and then you address it. Based off of your relationship, but yeah. I would never let somebody else tell you what's right for your relationship because there's, there's a lot of shit that me and Danny except for each other that somebody else may be like, I would never do, or I wouldn't deal with that. So again, but that's what works for Danny and TJ. That may not work for, for you, Shannon and somebody else. So, but you don't want to allow outside voices to affect your, your, your relationship. If everything else is good, then it's not even something you should even question. And, you know, and I guess the last thing I'll end on is, is that same way how you don't like how it makes you feel when your friends kind of like toss their opinions at you. And then, you know, just make sure that you also don't do that to them as well, because sometimes when people have strong feelings about things. They tend to like push them on to others. So or, or and, and you can verbalize to them that, you know, you're good. But again, your friends are going to give you advice based off of what you're telling them. So maybe you need to stop telling them things that is sensitive to you. True that. That is fair and accurate. But I hope that this helped because Lord knows it's not easy, especially when people are throwing opinions your way. So just make sure that you're, <clears throat> that you're, you know, be like, oh, you know, thanks for the advice. But ultimately you do whatever is best for you and your partner. And with that, 
We are done solving problems yet again. Crisis averted. Out here changing lives left and right. Yes. Oh my goodness. You're supposed to like be my biggest cheerleader. You're supposed to like co-sign me. You right, Danny. Saving lives, changing lives. You know? Thank you. Giving you positive information. Thank you. You know. What else you need me to say? Yes. Appreciate Won't it. Won't she do it? Yes. Thank you. You killed it, girl. That's all I need. Because your advice was out, uh, out, I was say outstanding, That's astounding. A, oh, those are both words. That's yeah. right. I'll take either but of those. But I put a little stutter. You know? It's okay. Anyway. But, all right. And now we are going to switch gears yet again and move on to our quarrel for the evening. So this may be multiple quarrels depending on what it is. But I wanted to ask, I've been seeing people talk about the Gina Rodriguez situation Um. and people are questioning, like people are upset with it. And then, but I've seen other people question like, what's the big deal? Um, And I think it kind of plays a part into the Afro Latina situation. Uh So, you know, I just kind of wanted to get your take on the situation um, just uh-huh. because now, listen, Gina Rodriguez, I don't even know who she is. She's Jane the Virgin. Again, I don't know who she is. Okay. Um, but from what I've Googled, you know, I had to look into it. She's been like, she said problematic things and yes, she kind of makes everything about herself. But yeah, she's very like backstory, nice to me too. She was getting her hair done. Fuji's was on ready or not. And she recited Lawrence Hill verse. Nigga. And said, nigga, nigga, nigga. It had nigga in it. And she said it with ease. It was not the first time. Oh, no. She, she probably uses nigga all the time. But that goes into the question, like, you know. And that's why I said it, it, it kind of becomes a multiple quarrel. Because it's like, who can use the word? Who can't use the word? When can you use the word? When can't you use the word? And then it's also, you know. Are we mad because she used it? Or are we just mad because anyone who's not black uses it? We have a problem. Because when J-Lo had that part in I'm Real, when she's like, uh, tell them niggas mind their business, though, or something like that. I can't remember the line. People were upset that J-Lo used the N-word. I understand, because she's not black. But she's Jenny from the block. But she's not black. But then... But they were... They were but then you they got were Fat gr- Joe. And Fat Joe used the N-word. He does. And he claims Afro Latina. So I think I think that plays a part, right? I think that it's like if you, and I'm not gonna sit here and act like I'm an expert on the subject, but I feel like if you, well, we're and, having a conversation. Any, if you want to take it from I feel like historical perspective, right? Transatlantic slave trade, slaves, Africans were dropped off in the Caribbean, and then in like South America and North America, right? Mm-hmm. So. There are people who are Afro-Latino or Afro-Latinx who um, through, dispersed throughout the Caribbean because it was then this, this coming together of Africans and uh, indigenous people that then like became this like Afro-Latino uh, Latino or Afro-Latinx community, right? And so I think... What it is, though, is that, like, there's... It's, like, levels to this, right? So, if somebody has always acknowledged their African roots, right? And has acknowledged their African uh, background. I'm not saying that's, like, a pass to say, like, you can say nigga or whatever. But, because... So, let's... Yeah, but we, at the, we, we I'm not, not saying, that. like, it's a, But, like, to me, it makes a little bit more sense. Because you're saying, like, I identify with, like, the black part of of me i've been i'm raised in a culture with black people but i also raised in a culture with spanish people so let me say this go ahead okay so then like i probably wouldn't bat an eyelash at or like side eye fat joe if he does steadily acknowledge it yes he's fair so 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 that's my thing but gina rodriguez has said and done anti-black things before and okay she's made like these like kind of really like weak like mea culpas about like her like 
you know, her dad being like black or Afro Latino or something like that, or like, and then she's, so, and she's kind of made these like really like she's tries and she always kind of Mister Me Too's it because she's like, what about Spanish people? Yeah. Every time it's about black people. Yeah. So I, I did see that when they was asking Yara Shahidi Shahidi, how does it feel to like do stuff for black women? And then she intervened and was like, all women. Yeah. So I I get that. So with the Fat Joe situation, I felt like Fat Joe grew up in the hood, so he had the hood plaz. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just recently, this Afro Latina, and I feel like I, I I said that in one of our previous episodes. Like just recently, is is being an Afro Latina a thing? Uh huh. Growing up, I don't remember anyone saying I was an Afro Latina. I don't remember anybody like because people didn't want to embrace their African. I know, yeah, but yeah, no one, no one wanted to embrace their African. Period. Yeah, like I, so when I was in, I was away and um, I was talking to, to to like my friend and I'm just like, back in the day, being African was the worst thing. People used to make fun. People got into fights because you called someone like an African booty scratcher. Like, but now everybody wants to be African. Now everybody wants to do the Afro beats and, Af- and being African is a thing of pride now. Yep. So so times have changed, right? But now it's like being an Afro Latina is a thing of pride. And it's weird because it's like, where were y'all previously? Now, granted, it could have been, you know, brought down. Like, listen, we, we we don't talk about this side because, you know, because the I mean, negatives that come with being in my in my mind. And I, again, I, I would I don't mind ever having a conversation with someone who identify as Afro Latina, but nobody like I feel like it's a thing that's cool now. But okay, so if every Spanish person or majority of them are Afro Latina. But they never like really claim there. Are they are they allowed to use the N word? And then it kinda for me, my question now becomes if there's an if they're Afro Latina if we're claiming that, does that mean that we African Americans can 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 now claim a Latin heritage? No. Because if we don't have a Latin heritage then But what if we do in, in our family? What if our great 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 grandfather was Latino. It, well, it can I we mean, now like that's I think I I mean of course if that's the the truth then that's then that's fine but it's but I think what it is is that there's you had a whole group of people in the Caribbean so with that were like that were that had slaves arrive. And then you had indigenous people and tribes there. And then over time, like these people became these Afro Latinx or Latinx people. You're right. There was a time where, like, when we were growing up, you had people who, like, being African was the worst possible thing. Like, you know, ethnicity that you could be, or not even ethnicity, but like just your place that you could hail from. And Spanish people, like, ultimately, it's like, it's, it comes back to a thing where it's just like, even other people of color can be anti black. So people who were. Spanish were not going to acknowledge their blackness that that they that existed within their lineage because so why do it now though because now but I mean sometimes when you know better you do better okay, but also that's fair. and but also too because it's become a part of the conversation where people have been like bringing it up more but like you can't ignore the fact that your heritage includes African or or blackness um because if you think like think about Dominicans like that's predominantly who like we went to school with as far as like different latinx communities and dominicans they're called they're i don't know dominican people who are dark as night and yeah, who are 100%. lighter than me and, and i've sh- never heard them say i'm an afro latina so that's that's that, not embracing their blackness uh, all right uh, uh, i know when i was going to dr years ago my tour guide was saying like my tour guide is my pro fight, but he was just telling us like, you know, the darker you are in 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 the DR, they think that you're Haitian. If they think that you're Haitian, like Haitians were being murdered, yeah. Haitians were being like exiled, they were being like blackballed. Uh huh. Right. 
So being dark has like throughout the history, being dark, being black has always been a negative. But now we're we're, we're trying to embrace this Afro Latina thing, and it's just to me, it's just very weird. Like again, but it it, it, it makes sense. You right? If if you know better, you do better. But I just want to make sure that it's not a fad. I want to make sure that in, in twenty years from now, people are still saying that they're Afro Latina. And by being Afro-Latina, they're embracing the African side and they're doing stuff for the African communities. Yeah. As opposed to, I'm Afro-Latina because it's cool, but I'm still Spanish and I'm only going to rock with Spanish people. I'm only going to do stuff for Spanish people. Like, if you're going to claim Afro-Latina, you need to do stuff for both, is how I feel. Now, to the Gina Rodriguez thing. She wrong. Is she... Are we saying she's wrong because of her past? Yes. So that's it. I'm saying she's wrong because, A, she is someone who has misstepped over and over and over again with her words, which is which, which comes across as, like, anti-black because it's like, we need, you know, because, you, like, she identifies with her Hispanic or her Latin heritage, period. She's not, she does not identify as... Afro-Latina. So, so if, if she, she did. And, if, and if she's saying her Afro, and if she's been anti, said anti-black things, then why are you saying, even mouthing the word nigga, even if it's a part of a song? And I just feel like sometimes when you, like, when people show you who they are, you have to believe them. And she has done this multiple times with her Mr. Me Too bullshit, which is like, how come I, you know, what what about us? What about us? But, like, if that's the case, if they're talking about black women or black people in the room, mm-hmm. then, then, like, why do you always feel like you have to shift the conversation to Spanish people if you're Afro-Latina? Which, because then that sh- it should be both. both of us, yeah. Yeah. But she tried to say one time in a thing, she was like... She said Spanish people were... were paid less or whatever. Were the paid less actors. And, and, that's and, and, not and, true. And that's not true. But, again, it comes back to it, like, if we're Afro-Latinas, right? If yeah. we're claiming this, can... As an Afro Latina, can you only pick one side? I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like biracial people, right? Uh, You're biracial, uh-huh. so technically you are black. But there are some biracial people who they're black when it's convenient, they're white when it's convenient. You know what I mean? So with Afro Latina, is it the same thing that your your Afro your African roots? When it's beneficial, I need to say I need to say nigga so I can I'm mm-hmm. Afro, but now I'm Spanish because you know I think I that's don't, just my thing. I don't think and I don't think it's a cut and dry thing. I think it's just like there are like blurred lines and there's and I think I also think it matters about like the culture that you're like predominantly immersed in because if you're around, which brings it back to to the Fat Joe. Fat Joe was around. He was around the hood. So the N-word was just a word. Yeah. That was a part of his vocabulary. Now he's using, you know, I'm Afro-Latina. So, I mean, that helps his cause. Even I mean, I, I, you could say that helped his cause more. But to me, you were Fat Joe, the rapper. You was a hood nigga. And do, but, and do, you, but do you think that Fat Joe, in, not obviously we don't know him personally, but like, I don't recall him saying or doing anything that was also like blatantly anti-black. No, I no, I'm not. I'm not. Taking, and I'm not trying to excuse it, but at the I'm same time, it's that. like I'm her, just saying that because you can't like she's I, doing both. I know, but it's it's kind of with just just the word in general. It's kind of like who can say it, who can't say it, and then you know, again, this is like mad onions. It's like an onion layers because it's like we get mad when other people use the word. But then we put it all in our songs for people to pot to purchase so that way they can come to our concert and say it. But now when you go to the concert, you see like I've, I've been to concerts and, you know, there's a group of white people there. And, and, you, and part of you is looking at them like, are you going to say the N word? I've been I've been in that position. But you're not you're not uh, at least I'm not I'm not going to blatantly like I'm not going to fight somebody over a word I'm, to, to me like. I get it, but I even had a moment in high school where, like, I used to use the N word crazy. Uh huh. And I went to school, um, and there was nothing but Spanish people there. And one day, I 
I caught myself as they're talking and they just nigga 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 and I'm like I'm really like frustrated about it like damn like if you and like if it gives you pause then you probably like have reason to so I tried not to use it as much but it just made me realize like you know everybody loves being black they love the benefits of being black Nobody, everybody want to be black, but don't nobody want to be yeah. black. I'm trying to say, yeah, exactly. Everybody loves being black, but nobody wants to be black. Till no- it's time to be black. Yeah, yeah. I love your music. I love your style. I love your clothing. I love you as a basketball player. I love everything that you do, but I do not want to be you. Yep. And that's, as an African-American male, it's frustrating. As an African-American woman, it's frustrating. You know? Cause they, a, yeah. a white woman wears her hair in in in, in uh, braids, and it's the flyest thing ever. A black woman does it, and, and it's like, why is your hair nappy? Or you know what I mean? Like they still they have to make laws in 2019 to prevent people from discriminating against people of color for their hairstyles. So that's what goes to show. So back to this Gina Rodriguez thing. If it wasn't, if, if it was Cardi B, would you be okay with it? And is that because she's a rapper and she grew up in the hood or is it just because? Because she has always been and she's like half Dominican, half Trinidadian. So she is the kind of like an embodiment of Afro Latina, being Afro Latina. And she has embraced her blackness. Okay. And. But J-Lo doesn't get a pass growing up in the Bronx. I'm not. I don't. I'm just inquiring. I'm saying the culture that you're immersed in, but I think it's just, it's a matter of like how you represent, how you represent yourself. What do you embrace? Because with because the same it's like thing, you, pick, you can't just pick and choose. I don't think she picks and chooses when to be black and when to be Spanish. I think she says like, I'm black and I'm Spanish okay. all, all times. Okay. I'm, I'm just Her daughter is be, black. Because. And I'm not saying that that's a, a carte blanche to say it because white people have black kids all the time, but just saying that like, there's a understanding and a an immersion and she's a part of that culture she is of that so i did all right so she now she joked on black people and called them roaches or something like that i've heard so different how, i've heard different descriptions of that situation that she wasn't necessarily talking about just about black people she was talking about like bum ass people or something like that okay but I'm, go ahead. I'm just inquiring no i'm just in, i'm inquiring just because i'm i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure if rock here it is he's gonna have He's gonna ask these questions. They're probably he'll probably ask more questions. I'm, I'm just trying to think about you know, anything that we say, people can interpret it and, and see it any different way. Because at the end of the day, I feel like we all say some shit that's racist or prejudice, prejudice or mm-hmm. you know whatever. But that doesn't always define who we are. Uh-huh. But just you know, I mean. It's it's a it's a it's a, a slippery slope. It, no, it, it truly is. And, and so, and I'm not saying everything I'm people? saying is right, but how, no, yeah. I mean, listen, this is, this is our opinion on our show. Mm-hmm. So, and anyone who doesn't agree, the beautiful thing is that they can respond. They can reach out, and we can have a conversation because that's what it's about. But how do you? How do we police the word? Because you can't. Like you unless. Can't. Unless we stop using it in our music and we try to ban it, but no one's going to do that because that's not going to be the cool thing. But how do you police someone from saying it? Because you're not going to tell me that when little Johnny and Rebecca and Rachel and Tom and Tim uh-huh. are listening to our music, they're not they're not saying it word for word. I think, You're not going to tell me that they're not immersed into our, our our fucking culture. I think it requires people like calling them out when they're wrong. So I feel like the way people kind of jumped on Gina Rodriguez because of because of what she's done before and what she's represented before, her saying that now, I think that the way that, uh, and I think the way that like general kids whatever do is it's it's it starts with calling it out when you see it. It's just like. You can't say that. Like, why are you saying that? Or like, putting them like put them on the spot, make them uncomfortable, or you know, or ask them questions because 
it's I'm there's a there's a lot of history behind the word nigga and you're gonna you got black people who don't like to say it you have because but then of you it, have the black people who do like who, saying who, it. who do like saying it and but at the same time though it's it's not it's not clear cut. It's you know, there's pros and cons, and you could argue to the cows come home about its use or not use or non-use or taking the power of the word back or whatever. So let but me ask you. But it's ultimately still not up for people who are not black or of African black or black African descent, I guess, essentially to like decide decide that they're eligible to 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 say those things. So what makes a person eligible to say, to, to use the N word? To be black. But if you're an Afro Latina, you're not. But you're but black. you but you you're are black. black. You're you're black and you're Latinx, and so. So if you're biracial, you're still black. I mean, Drake that, says nigga. Okay. So I think it depends on, and but that also Touché. it depends on your culture and your upbringing that you brought up in right because i'm sure there's biracial people who would never say nigga but maybe they grew up all around white people so then they don't feel like that so it's it's there are multi a multitude of factors that play into that but i know that gina rodriguez was not a part of not near one of them factors and that's why her ass is getting fried the way it is because she's saying because she said something that she shouldn't have been saying she doesn't identify or like she she picks and chooses she when she wants to identify. Thinking like you know what I mean. I gave it a little bit of style and this is gonna be popping, and it definitely backfired. But definitely, you know, it. it I mean, it, it it makes me pause. It makes me, you know, it, it definitely gives me a hmm moment. Like why why would she even think you know it's okay? But then again, we have people like like Fat Joe and Cardi B who 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 can do it. And no one else bats an eye. So it's kind of like, are we as a society giving mixed signals? Are we saying only the people that we deem worthy enough can say this word? And therefore, there's people who's like, I have black friends. My black friends don't mind. Because quite honestly, I think that happens too. Oh, yeah, because you're in a part of your circle. and then they- your, your circle allows you to say and do the shit because... It's cool for them. They don't mind. You know what I mean? But you can't do that with everybody. So it's kind of like... You know, I think you got... That's the questions people got to ask themselves. Like, if I were to sit in, in, in the middle of Times Square and say this, would anybody look at me like I had eight heads? If that answer is yes, then, then maybe that means you shouldn't be saying it. Because you people feel safe inside those little bubbles with their, their circle of friends or, like, their communities. And then you say something somewhere else and it's not okay because... It's like ultimately, like really, that's not your. It's it's a word that you're borrowing. You don't have ownership to that word. Like it would be like if I had a bunch of you know gay or LGBTQ friends and I use words like fag or 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 dyke or something like that, which are words I don't like and I don't use. But if like I had a community, I've had a tight knit circle of friends. But what if they? Yeah. What if they allowed you to? And use if they, that? but then my that's that's my thing. My litmus test would be. Could I leave my group, my circle of friends, and stand in the middle of Times Square and say fag or dyke and have a person that doesn't know me that is gay, uh, lesbian, bisexual, whatever, walk by me and not, like, lay me the fuck out? If the answer to that question is, yes, you would get laid the fuck out if I stood in Times Square and just said those words out loud, that means that I am, and they knew I was straight. I don't have ownership of that word. I'm only giving, like, I'm giving licensure to borrow that word from a small group of people that I'm close with. So, using the word, Andrew Cuomo uh-huh. had a, he, he was doing an interview and he was saying that dark Italians, they were called niggawops, I think, or, or something like that. Uh-huh. But he said it, and before he prefaced, he said, you know, excuse my language, whatever. Is that okay? Or should he just said inward wop? Um, I think that th- I think that sometimes if he's using the word, if he if he prefaced himself, mm-hmm. I I personally would not have been offended if he's saying during this time this group of people that looked a certain way were called this thing, and and the word included the word the word nigger, 
and he prefaced himself by saying like excuse me i would not be offended okay. because he's giving some just historical context that's just like if you're reading a book in english class and the book says a bunch of like that word nigger in it a whole bunch of times that like who's it like uh like or, tom sawyer or one of those shit, uh, shit. I don't know if they. I mean, I don't know if they had the N word in them. They might have. They might, I think it might I mean, be like or, once or twice. Or, or if you're reading a hood book and, and the hood yeah, book has. Yeah, but if you're if you're reading, are you supposed to censor yourself too? Uh, and, and and if you're reading in class that. and like your white English teacher is like reading a page aloud, like they, you know, they should be able to. Personally, I think if you're re- I mean, if that ever came up, you, you're reading the the text. But we live in a society where the text. Depending on who you are, uh-huh. you can't say certain things. So, it, again, it, it comes back to words aren't for everybody. Everybody, every set of words don't doesn't belong to every community and every group. But if that's the case, should we not use those words? Should we not? Should we not have those words showing? I mean, the world may never know. I'm here. I'm, I, I I just. I think it's something that we would have to. We have to discuss further. Yeah, we're not. We we solve a lot of problems on this show, but not everyone in, in an hour. I, I, no, I, I agree with that. So, with that, thank you for listening, and uh, please tag along and, and and you know. Let us know your thoughts. Yeah, uh, if you don't agree with us, let us know that. Uh, just you know, let us know how you feel based off of our conversation and yeah this has been another episode of lovers quarrel as um, always you know that you can find us on instagram at lovers quarrel show on twitter at lovers quarrel seven and if you want to email us your thoughts feedback questions concerns email us at lovers quarrel show at gmail.com and thank you for listening to us and as always i am your girl danny and i'm your guy tj and you know that we fuss we fight but we love. love. Bye. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye.